This week on Brain Damage. Do y'all believe in the Mothman? Of course. But do you actually believe in the Mothman? Hmm. Aliens 100% exist. I 10 billion percent believe in aliens. It's not even like I want to believe. Like, I know aliens are out there. Maybe not even in our galaxy. There's the whole urban legend or local legend of the melon heads. Have you heard about these? Ooh. Jer- Absolutely, I've heard of the melon heads. It scared the fucking piss out of me when I was in seventh grade. Okay. Wow, Jared. So Jared has some history of this. I like this. It's good. Disney released a film called Frozen a few years ago. Correct. Did they do that as a cover-up? So when you Google search Disney Frozen, it doesn't come up with Walt oh, Disney actually freezing himself. Okay, okay. I thought this was going to be hilarious for a second, but that actually is kind that's of... That's intriguing. Uh, that's intriguing, yeah. Kisaragi Station is a train station in Japan that doesn't actually exist. I would be down to do a... Uh, go we'll do a brain to- damage ghost hunting road trip. We should do it live in the woods where the melon heads are. That's the one that always freaked me out the most was that satanic altar. And I don't know if it was because I thought something was going to happen or I always kind of just felt like we were going to get caught. Jersey Devil, the Chupacabra, Bigfoot. I'm going to throw the Lake Erie monster in there because it's a local favorite. What about the Flatwoods monsters? Slenderman is almost a cryptid for the new generation, like for the for the internet generation. Wouldn't you think that Slenderman's one of the most popular internet urban legends, or I'll even dare say internet cryptid? I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, it is one thing. It's like, you know, go out there to Tinker Hollow. Oh, old man Tinker, you might see his ghost or something weird like that. Or uh, you go looking for the grass man. If that turns out to be real, you're fucked. fucked. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, not a, it's not a ghost. Smack your head, clean off your shoulders. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Brain Damage, the number one brony podcast on the internet. I am Dynamite Jarrett, and here are my co-hosts, Buddy the Bruiser and, and Midnight, Midnight Miles. Miles. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, you're oh you're saying our names now. Oh, you really you really are co-hosts. We're taking a back seat this we're, week. We're buddy. taking. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We're changing up the format. Everyone's. We're still waiting for Miles's intro. We're still waiting for him to See, come. See, this time intro. This this should have been the night because. Buddy, earlier today, we're gonna do it, and I was stressed about uh, getting into an argument with my good pal Dylan Nimi about movie uh, stuff. about about movie about, about stuff movie. <laughs> about about uh, film stuff because he has some interesting uh, ideas on things. I love you, Dylan, but uh, but anyways, and he's what's like, his oh. podcast? Uh, well, Clumsy Walrus, Clumsy Walrus, but he hasn't been doing him. He actually wanted to start a new podcast with me, but we. Uh, we haven't done that yet, so I don't know if there will be one in the works or not. It could be. Uh, do you have an intro? Be. Do you have an intro set up for your your guys' upcoming podcast? 
Ah, we don't even have anything going yet, but I'm sure that maybe this winter we'll see. You know, uh, I'm a semi-recurring guest on uh, Buddy's House of Horror now, so I'm not sure if I can fit three possible podcasts in my life. On the uh, uh, Buddy on the Buddy Cadella <laughs> Podcast Network. I'm laughing at Jared just put on the shades. Jared looks like a whole new person. He's in a slaughterhouse right now. He's completely <laughs> Honestly, shaven I, on the I dome. I do wish people could see your background right now because it's quite incredible. I mean, just you in general, you're smiling with the headset, with the mustache, the shades, and the bloody backdrop. It's it's pretty legendary. I'm not gonna lie. I hate the fact that I have no hair, so I gotta try and look like something <laughs> like something <laughs> i hope i hope someday i look like something too so yeah uh well i feel like we're gonna try to get into some different things i have a couple of things i want to bring up on the podcast this week before we get into the meat and potatoes as buddy likes to say so i was in the theater yesterday and i saw dune and i saw the new scream trailer for the first time i hadn't watched it at home or anything yet have you guys watched the Scream trailer yet? I have not. I saw it. What what uh, you before before Halloween Kills? Oh, it was before Halloween Kills in theaters. Yeah. Okay. What'd you think? I mean, I guess sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. You're no, you're one, fine. No, what'd no. you think, Jared? Uh, it looks like a Scream movie. <laughs> it looks no good. doubt about it. I uh, I just I saw Ghostface. I saw Neve Campbell. I saw uh, goddamn, you know, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. David Arquette. You know, so like. Yeah, I was like, damn, looks like a screen movie's coming out. It, I wish they would have just called it Scream 5. I mean, I'm just going to say that and complain because it is interesting. Interesting uh, title. Uh, they could have just this... made like the E of 5, like the Scream, and it has like yeah, the 5 yeah. like, within it. Is this supposed to, I think I heard somewhere, this is supposed to be like Wes Craven's New Nightmare, where it's like a movie within a movie or something. Like like the the, the original Scream series is a movie series in this. And um, now it's like a kind of like a killer that's kind of going at, after the uh, movie. I haven't done much reading on this since they, I mean, it's been what they filmed it what, a while early ago. this year, early this year, end of last year started something because they, they announced it and had the script and all story done like two years ago. Like this has been like, and it was always supposed to premiere January, 2022, but it felt like they pushed it really far out from when they announced it. But I don't know from the from the way the trailer looks, I could definitely say see that they're hinting in the direction Jared just mentioned because uh, I just got that vibe now that he said the. I, just, I, I didn't pick up the vibe. I just heard that from somebody, and then when I saw the trailer, I didn't really notice anything like that. So I don't know. I'm not right. saying it could be or couldn't be. I you know I don't know. To me, the trailer just looked like a scream movie. It'll okay. probably be good. All the screen movies are good. Like, like I said, I've done no research about it. I haven't. I, the, all I've seen is like the couple like stills that have been released, but like I haven't done any like research. I was, about it I was, a, when I say impressed, I wasn't fairly impressed, but the trailer looked better than I thought it was going to look. I don't know. I don't know what to expect with Scream's one of those like films, like Scream one and two to me are incredible. I like three. I don't love three, but I actually really liked four, to be honest. I like the story in four, but I haven't watched probably any of those films in like eight or nine years, to be honest. I watched Scream 2 earlier this year. Yeah. Because uh, I was considering it for the horror sequels podcast. It didn't make the oh, cut. Nice. It, it didn't make the cut. It didn't make the cut. It didn't make the cut. No. 
it's um that that seals it there. Screen screen three. Nobody in the world loves it. Because if anybody was gonna love that movie, it was gonna be Midnight Miles. And oh my he, god. And since he does it, you know. I just I didn't hate it. When I saw Scream Three, I remember liking it a lot more than I thought I was going to because just everybody fucking hates it so much. I don't and hate- when I when I saw it, I was like, dude, it's, it's not that bad. It's not bad at all. Like it's just like I, I think that is Kevin Smith in it for some reason? Whew. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here, here's Buddy with it. Buddy, Buddy. If has you guys, phone if you guys, I saw, I saw the, the I saw the entire screen brighten up. <laughs> well, we have the TV on in the background, so like it has like a bright, like we're looking at like a like a beach right now, like as the background. <laughs> so our faces are just like illuminated. You guys are in like a like a apparently the guy from Grey's Anatomy is in it. You're you're like in hell. We're in hell. I'm in, in like hell. yeah. I'm like in like a scene from fucking like Hellraiser four or some shit like that. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to get the opinions. Yeah, yeah. Jay and Silent Bob are in Scream three. Oh wow! Yep. I Damn. knew it. Jared, I that. knew it. Jared's Jared must have really had some fond memories of three because he's just like, oh, well, remember that? I I couldn't remember that at all to be honest. I don't like Kevin Smith. I'm like the only person in the world that doesn't. And so just same with Jack Black. I'm like the only person in the world that doesn't like Jack Black. Um, so the only things I remember about Scream 3 it was not that bad and that Kevin Smith was in there somewhere. <laughs> that must have been their big fucking cameo in that one, huh? Probably, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know how you don't like Kevin Smith, dude. Fucking... Clerks is a masterpiece. What about yeah the first? You know, what about the first Clerks? I mean, I feel like the first Clerks yeah is a masterpiece at least. Even if you don't like some of his other films, you're not not a fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. if you were like Dogma sucks, I'd be like, oh, I don't I don't agree with you, <laughs> but I get it. Like I get it. Or if you were like, I mean, honestly, his last two films, all of his like. 2010 stuff is like i like tusk yoga hosers was horrible i saw yoga hosers in theaters and it was so hilarious trash i literally thought it was made by like charles band and like or it was like kevin smith watched a ginger dead man and some fucking like evil bong movie and was like i'm gonna make my own version of this but uh i don't know I, I like Tusk. I saw I saw theater I saw Tusk in theaters. Too. Jared was I don't know if we were talking about this on the podcast, but Jared, weren't you and I talking about how like COVID has sort of been ignored in films and how like were we talking about this on the podcast like ten years from now like is COVID even going to be affected like when you watch films? Were we talking a couple of there's a couple of movies that allude to it. Besides like, host, um, because I had one in my brain today that I thought host, and I think there's another found footage movie that kind of rips off host. That's kind of like the same gimmick. Because we were talking about, I was talking about this with my wife earlier in the group message. She was talking about how she, how she was pissed. I was talking about Borat. Right? Have you seen yeah. Borat too? No. It addresses COVID is a main part of the plot of Borat too. So I just why because he can't get into anything. Well, because they were shooting the film when COVID started. So they worked it into the film and Borat actually quarantines with these random people for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Borat too yet. I need to. I need to see it. Yeah. Borat once hilarious. So I need to watch Borat too. I was looking because I always say this wrong, even though it's one of my favorite films this year. Uh, I always say, I always say either in, okay. In the earth 
from Ben Wheatley, who's like probably one of my favorite modern directors. That is a film that came out earlier this year, obviously during the pandemic, but it takes place during a pandemic. So I feel like, and people are kind of in like some sort of like quarantine gear and parts of it. Uh, so I feel like it was, that was only the second film I saw back in theaters outside of seeing Godzilla uh, or Kong versus Godzilla with you guys. So to watch that during a pandemic uh, and being freshly back to the theater was pretty cool. But I feel like besides, you know, that little bit of like sprinkling of a couple films. Yeah. It probably won't be like, you know, addressed really in film at all. You know, I, I did, I did see the art Institute as a, there is a film coming out. It's like an anthology that comes out next month and all five or six filmmakers made it during quarantine or made it during the pandemic. And it's going to be about how they like something about the pandemic. So I think maybe now as we're getting on the other side of like the pandemic in a sense, uh, we might see some films about it coming out, you know? I swear yeah. to God, like right when COVID started, a movie came out that was just called pandemic. Or is that an older movie, like a 2012 movie? I'm well, there was, sure. there was Contagion. Remember Contagion came out? With that Jude, was a little bit older. Jude Law and stuff like that. I'm not sure you lost me on that one, bro. Um, <laughs> but it's the last podcast of the Halloween season. I was going to bring la- that up too. Me and Buddy are on the same same way. I was, I was like, it's the Halloween week, but this is Halloween week. It's Halloween week. Yeah, I'm excited for everything that's going on. But So we needed a final episode to really sell the Halloween season. So I thought it would be a good idea to talk about some of the spookiest conspiracy theories, urban legends, creepy pastas, just whatever we want to talk about. Get Miles going. Um because this is his favorite shit of all time. I know but I, yeah. Ooh, I got I since you said creepy pastas and shit like that, I have I have at least one. If if we could all come in with at least like one thing, I think that'd be great. Do you have something? You have anything, buddy? I mean, I I could literally spout off like five, ten things, like whenever. Okay. So I mean, I'm not worried about myself. I know my, Miles in particular was very nervous about this podcast. It wasn't nervous. It's just that like I really do find a lot of this stuff very interesting. But to be honest, my outside life, like I just got back from from being in Puerto Rico, which I think we talked we talked about that last. We week talked about it last week, yeah, and super busy at work trying to get caught up and like even jared had mentioned that he's been super busy and being in school and i feel like i just have not had jared he was like what is jared today what's the podcast topic (laughs) he's like he's like uh you know we i think this is just all i feel like october is always really busy for me just in general and this is a topic that we might have to revisit on a later podcast like oh for sure i mean uh maybe do like a longer one really do a kind of like a deep dive into some stuff. But, uh, I, I did listen. Ugh, I'm going to bring this up. So there's a new podcast. I, these people probably won't hear it, but it's an Ohio hauntings and legends podcast. And they actually bought a billboard in Cleveland at like one of the digital ones, you know, that rotates yeah, yeah. everything. So I was, they're like, Oh, premiering October 1st or whatever. So, I was like, I, you know, it kind of came to mind. I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this podcast out. Well, oh, my God. If you guys, I, I hope these people never hear this. But Does it suck? It's, it's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Uh, and I feel so bad ripping, some, not ripping someone else apart. To, to the listeners out there listening, 
it is what it is. I appreciate everyone's take on things and wanting to do things and hobbies in life. But man, this podcast is fucking rough, but it's hilarious. Like they have a horror host in it. Who's like the grave, uh, the grave keeper, they call him. And then they have some girl that sings the intros, but the guy who's like speaking, they call him Damien, his word, like his wording and sentence is hilarious. He's like, he's like, you can see these creatures in the dark at night. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, it's dark at night. Or like the way he like his <laughs> the sun does go his, down. Brother. His cadence of words, he'll be like, if you go to look for them in the deep, deep woods, or or else he'd have a guest, and the guest would be like, yeah, if you look, uh, and th- there's mutilated bodies in this way, and this, and, and he's like, and thanks for being on the show, I appreciate. You. Like be, they'll be in the middle of a thought, and he'll just like it'll end, and then they'll go to something else. Like it's just like, it's almost just like really bad humor where like if i want one of you got all the episodes are 30 minutes i want one of you guys to listen to it and see what you think what's it called ohio hauntings and legends all right i'm gonna go listen to it right now <laughs> do it bro amazing <laughs> <laughs> is like what <laughs> the mic i want to know stuff. how they had the money to get a billboard in cleveland but the buddy candela podcast network does not have a billboard space anywhere in Cleveland, Ohio. I want to know that. Yeah, maybe, where's the brain damage billboard? Maybe for next year we can we we can get a Patreon or some shit. That's uh, I will say the you logo. have to add content to a fucking Patreon. Who's gonna do that? <laughs> <laughs> we can do we can do live streams of us trying to do things like just be like, hey, we're gonna try to play this game and. Just like, just like dumb. I think, I think Dylan had a Patreon for like a little bit. He had one something. for Clumsy Walrus. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, learn did he have anything? Any patrons? How many patrons did he have? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but what did you gather from this? Podcast? Only Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> the Jared. Oh my God. Uh, I did learn some stuff from this podcast, and one of the episodes had a topic that I was curious about. So I listened and I guess it's a good transition into my story, but we all live like the Cleveland, Ohio, Northeast Ohio area. Jared lives in Ashtabula. Uh, So there's the whole urban legend or local legend of the melon heads. Have you heard about these? Absolutely. I've heard of the melon heads. It scared the fucking piss out of me when I was in seventh grade. Okay. Wow. Jared. So Jared has some history of this. I like this. Good. I've never had any personal connection to the melon heads, but I have heard the stories. The tales were told over the lunch tables in seventh grade at Columbus junior high. And I fucking was horrified for weeks. All right. Well, I'm going to let you take all right i want to hear about i don't remember i just remember being scared as fuck of the melon heads okay well yeah, you just they're actually shooting a story film you're in more cleveland right now did you know that they're shooting what? they're shooting a melon heads film in cleveland right now like i can't indie wait film. to see it how come you're not working on it i, I don't know hey man a credit's a credit i've worked on some crap in my life but hey it paid and it was a credit i don't know if a credit's a credit man Look, big shot producer might be looking at buddy's uh filmography here trying to pick up buddy's next big script and say oh he worked on the melon heads film it's kind of cringe bro <laughs> hey man james gunn worked for trauma for all those years and look at the fuck he ended up doing you know trauma is trauma though like trauma yeah, has a legendary studio yeah oh yeah that's name value for sure uh but i'm saying from trauma to marvel you know 
to but DC and then DC back is, again. Yeah, DC yeah. as well. Yeah, all around, really. Um, so for anyone that's that you know isn't familiar with a Melonhead story, I guess I guess it's kind of like a, a little bit of a folklore or urban legend. Buddy, can we add? Um, I don't mean to interrupt you. Can we add some like spooky ambiance? To the- uh, if we're trying to get this out tomorrow, I can try. Buddy's okay. gonna no up. no promises, but I'll try. Buddy's gonna be all up right. all night with the spooky ambiance. He's gonna be like three in the morning, like God, this clip's just not spooky enough. What the fuck am I gonna do? If, if like so, anybody listening, because I know Buddy's not gonna come through here and cut my <laughs> cut me suggesting this out. Um, so if if there's no spooky ambiance right now, just know that I tried. Jared's trying. I, I appreciate to bring the some sort of production value and quality to this podcast. Ohio Hauntings and Legends has so much music. <laughs> uh, sh- shout and out! Here's to that. another song by Conniption Fit. Uh, well, shout out to that podcast, though. If anyone, if anyone wants to, just you know, give it a shot. I, I listen to three of the four episodes, so you fucking buried Omar. <laughs> well, anyways. So, if you're not familiar, the Melonheads apparently have uh, roots also in Michigan and Connecticut randomly. But the stories that I'd looked up, I'd heard on that podcast, I had heard over the years and other things, the Melonheads in Ohio live around the Menor and Kirtland area, which is about 30 minutes either east or west of either of us. We're almost directly in between Ashtabula and Cleveland. So the story, like it all bases around like a doctor that was either experimenting on his own children or uh, the local children that were aborted or tried to be aborted. Or there's even uh, the rumor that they were part of a government conspiracy, like the babies, like these babies and these small uh, children were. Uh, left to this guy because he had the property and kind of the whole like lab or secret hospital facility to work on these these children um i don't know i mean i'm trying to think what's what's the coolest story out of all those i guess the government conspiracy where they dropped all these kids that have been experimented on to this guy and he just kept experimenting on them um but there's three or four different tales for the Ohio version of the legend. I don't know the, the uh, Michigan or Connecticut uh, legend, but apparently they had this, this farmhouse or this cat, these cabins in the woods. They took care of these uh, melon heads. They called them with their bulbous heads. Apparently they had lots of fluid in their heads, which gave them uh, what's the term. What's the terminology? It's like that? an elongated head. So like they have their head and it's like a big, like, dome that like protrudes no one can see my hand motions but there's a big like dome but on there's top of the but head. The, apparently like they the the one rumor is that you know like they have like all that extra fluid around their brain and in their skull and stuff like that there's actually a medical term for that but i don't i don't know what it is i don't know we're either. really bringing in the facts on the podcast guys i know but apparently they took care of them and eventually they started getting violent and angry uh, as they got older, see Miles. Would you say that they had brain damage? Maybe they had. They probably had some brain damage. To be honest, I'm gonna take a take a drink to that. Buddy just dropped name dropped brain damage on things. So <laughs> Jared, Jared had his headphones off for a second. Jared's Jared's like probably playing Dragon Ball Z on his phone or something. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm getting my Dokkan daily missions done right now. But 
so they started to become as they got older more aggressive violent apparently the one legend was they started a fire uh which ended up killing the doctor burning down a lot of their like habitats and one of the legends they had another caretaker they lived with her i guess but eventually they ended up like fleeing to the woods because they basically had ran out of people to take care of and they'd killed them or you know burn the places down or whatever so the legend now is these melon heads have continued to reproduce through incest or whatever uh and they roam these woods around menor ohio kirtland ohio on the other podcast i will give them this the ohio uh hauntings and legends they named the actual road apparently where the most sightings have been seen is it by Maisie's house I, I don't know. She lives around that area. Is she in danger of the melon heads? I don't Maisie, think she... do you live by the melon heads? <laughs> she said aren't aren't they in Kirtland? Yes, see <laughs> she knows. knows. What is what is her okay, what does she have to say about the melon heads? Anything? Do you have anything to say about the melon heads? Have you ever encountered any melon heads? She don't want to talk about this anymore. She oh, is she, is she spooked out by the melon heads? She's like me in seventh grade. Like that shit scared the fucking piss out of me in seventh grade. Cause probably goddamn like Rick Stevenson and goddamn uh, Steve Armstrong were probably just like, yeah, we're going to go into the woods this weekend. We're going to go looking for the melon heads. And I'd be like, oh, hell no, I ain't you, doing that. You know what? If we're going to name drop people. How the fuck did Dan Lacey not take you and me that that year? I, and a half you know, the entire time you're talking about heads. that, the entire time, you know, because you know, every now and then I think about the melon heads again. It, <laughs> every once in a while. Every once in a while, I'll, quote, I'll ponder quote the melon of the heads. And the, they, quote they, of the Halloween season, Jared Latchy. Every once in a while, I think about the melon heads. Every once in a while, I I consider uh, terrified. Uh, seven seventh grade jared uh thinking about the melon heads and um yeah it never occurred to me that in all the ghost hunting and kind of trespassing and shit <laughs> trespassing that we, yes that we did uh throughout high school and the following years of high school looking for supernatural or just kind of like dangerous predicaments um we never once went hunting for melon heads, and that is very disappointing. And it, I think that at least we should do it now, because I, I mean, getting Dan Lacey, you know, out of the house to go hunt for some melon <laughs> heads, you know, that might be that might be a tall tall order. It might be the throwback we need. I don't know. Uh, I would be down though, because the whole time, the whole time, yeah, I was saying like, I'm like I can't believe we never went out there and looked for the melon heads, because it seems like the most Dan Lacey experience you could have. I feel like, and I mean that. Yeah. No, I love Dan Lacey. I, he won't hear this, but I love him. So, yeah, it's absolutely insane to me that we never went hunting for the melon heads. We went to goddamn Hatchet Man like six hundred times, Tinker's Hollow like five hundred times, goddamn. Uh, we went to the Helltown or whatever in Pennsylvania. Well, no, Helltown, that was Helltown, Ohio. That was south of, uh, somewhere south of Cleveland. I used to know that legend well, but 
that night that night was pretty spooky remember we almost went off that like dead end road that like went off to a drop remember that that night had some weird moments but at the same time that was also like the worst fucking night of my life I don't know why it was, dude. Because we went with like your dudes from the movie theater, and they just absolutely sucked. Oh, <laughs> I love those dudes, man. Matt Green. Matt Green actually has a podcast. Uh, I think that's... that we we pulled up to like, fuck, was Waffle House there yet? I swear to God, we, we went did to, like, go a to Waffle we House. did go to Waffle House at like four in the morning. We around went to Waffle five. House, and me and Dan were just so fucking pissed off because. I mean, maybe the dudes were cool or whatever, but like they were not like trying to hunt like we were. I think I think it was a difference. Yeah, I just think it was a difference of how we wanted to hang out because I think they went that night thinking we were just going to fool around in the dark and kind of party. Because if I remember right, I think they had had some beers and like they they were just trying to have a fun time where like even myself back then we were trying to sneak around and see what we could see and really almost just be in the moment like almost like be in wherever we were if we were trying sense. me you and dan were trying to spook ourselves out yeah and like and and those guys like you said were just out there to kind of party and and like do a thing and i mean we pulled up to like the goddamn like abandoned house and everything and i think me and dan wanted to get out and fucking like walk around the house, look in the windows, maybe even try and get in or whatever and all that shit. Those guys were like, no, 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 we're not doing that, blah, 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 and shit. Like, it pissed... It, me and Dan were very, very pissed off by the end of that night. I remember that. I think, too, I don't know if some of them being a little bit older... You know how, like, you're young and you have that reckless abandon where we were all probably around 19... And they were probably all early 20s, which doesn't sound old at all. But I feel like sometimes as you get older, like you either like not lose a sense of adventure, but like maybe the balls, for lack of a better term, to do certain things. Because we did really without going too far. We used to go to some pretty wild places and do some pretty wild shit in the middle of the night. Like, I mean, trespassing a very like, yes, a lot of trespassing, to be honest. The thing that about that that I disagree with is about like them being in their early twenties and losing that sense of adventure. Because, uh, man, I was still going to the fucking satanic altar, the Beulah altar, and like when I was like, I want to say thirty. I want to say I went there when I was like thirty. You want to tell? You want to tell that? You brought that up, so I think you're gonna have to explain that on the podcast. What we're I don't know much about it. I've just been there like a hundred fucking times. So apparently, there was a cult in the '70s in Asheville, Ohio, that was living out in the woods. There's been documents about this. I mean, we even looked up. Remember, they actually shot some sort of film based on it. They remember shot actually, a movie in like Kingsville or yeah. something. And we based. tried to go look for like the uh, church, I guess they used to film the movie, like the and the library, would be, like the satanic church, and the thing. And we went to the library. Yeah, the library I, was in the. Tra the only thing that I could we could recognize in the trailer was the library, and so we went to that. I mean, I don't know. It was one of those nights. We were the just movie was around. like something Harvest Home, 
or whatever like that. I can't even remember. Well, one of our high school teachers actually talked like Gallatin. Remember Mr. Gallatin? Mr. Gallatin, he, yeah. He talked to me about this, so I know like it wasn't all bullshit. Like they actually He talked to all of us about it. He would fucking yeah. go crazy about it because Dan and and you would be there like, you know, like, oh yeah, we go ghost hunting and stuff and all this shit and he's like, "Oh, you got to go to Harvest Home." <laughs> You've never heard of Harvest Home? They made the movie. <laughs> yeah, Mr. G hey, shout out. Mr. Galton went to Woodstock 1994 and saw Green Days. So, I mean, that guy fucking ripped in my mind. Uh, but anyways, there apparently there was this, what Dan Lacey, who's, I guess he's going to be the recurring theme of this, uh, but he's just like, oh man, I don't know these fucking stories. He's like, no, I'm, I'm the role of the viewer right now. I'm invested. I got to hear about the satanic. So... Alter. Buddy, me and you never went there. No, I don't think so. So we walked. The, past the only it. we walked past it the night me and you found Punky. I don't think we went to it though. We might. I don't know. I don't. I can't recall. The only time I recall doing any sort of ghost hunting in Beulah, and this is a name drop for you guys. I went ghost hunting with Greg Bailey back in the oh day. Oh my god! Wow, legend. I, I barely remember that guy, but I know who you're talking about. I have to look at uh, my yearbook. <laughs> he was he was an all right dude. He was just one of those dudes. Like, he was an all right guy. Yeah. Wait, is he the guy that we used to make fun of and and uh, tell the Dale Earnhardt Pink Floyd joke to? Me and you? No, just me. <laughs> I don't. Well, I was gonna Steve say, Armstrong. Me, yeah, that sounds like a Steve Armstrong thing. Uh. Well, okay. So Dan. So the whole story. Dan's mom worked. Used to work as a like housekeeper for this like big house that was out there that apparently former members of this cult lived in and it was probably about two miles from dan lacy's house uh me and dan used to walk there in the middle of the night um and me and me what the fuck well, yeah no and you i know no but i mean yeah I, we you and me didn't go like i feel like dan would go with you and then he would go with me and the three of us only went out there a few times together, uh, like as as a trio. But you you go to this like house, you walk to the driveway. There's no mailbox, no you know address, no nothing. You walk back this long driveway through the woods. There's probably Jared. Wasn't that driveway probably like half a mile? To be honest, not even bullshitting. Yeah, that driveway is insanely long, super um, long. Yeah, all woods. Yeah. And if you walked off to the left, you'd walk down this hill and there was this like pretty fucking heavy, like cement looking like pulpit, like a preacher would preach from in the middle. Of, <laughs> he of the found area. Greg Bailey in the year. Finding Greg Bailey. He's getting the nod of approval. Uh, He's like, I yeah, Greg Bailey was 100% the kid that I used to be like, hey, what did Dale Earnhardt and Pink Floyd have in common? And, and he hated it because I think he was a Dale Earnhardt fan course he was uh but it looked like both their greatest hits was the wall oh <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for the punchline and there it was uh, i was just gonna let the the listeners kind of like figure the punchline out on their own but Maisie asked me so she needed to know yeah uh but it looked like somebody had put almost like railroad um like ties into the hill so you could sit on them. So it looked like a makeshift like meeting place. 
and if I remember right, there was something yellow spray painted on this big cement like pulpit. You remember that, Jared? Wasn't there something spray painted on it? There were pen there were pentagrams and some six 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 and shit like that spray painted onto uh some like uh concrete there were like some kind of a like rock i, I want to say rock formations because they're not rock formations but uh there were rocks kind of set up in kind of like a ceremonial like way like a circle maybe kind of like a fire pit similar to a fire pit and there were two watchtowers um, i don't know if i ever saw the watchtowers because i saw well, you remember, like, like I said, the like the big cement, and this was like heavy. This was like thick, solid cement, like the the pulpit kind of standee area in the middle, and then the railroad, like the railroad ties, like you know, the big long wood put into the hill. I think you could sit on, um, and then uh, I don't remember the stone, but it, it's hard. I mean, it's been a long, it's been a long time since back there. I just remember the house was beyond that, and before the house. I remember the first time we went there, there was this huge pond in the middle of the woods. There was always the pond, and it always gave it the great atmosphere because... There was always fog. There was always fog. There was always, up, always an fog insane amount of fog just rolling off the pond. So it just always had this fucking like, amazing, like scary, spooky atmosphere. Out of all the places that we've been to, that's the one that always freaked me out the most, was that satanic altar. And I don't know if it was because I thought something was going to happen, or... I always kind of just felt like we were going to get caught, like trespassing I, on the property. I have one story from there, and it's the only time of all the times we went and did stuff. The only time I ever got freaked out and the only time I felt like I had a different experience. I probably told Jared this. It was just me and Dan. But I remember walking halfway down that driveway and it was in the middle of winter and it, it I think it had rained on top of the snow. So you could hear your, you know, I mean, you could hear yourself cracking through the ice, even on the, the driveway, like the, the puddles. And you could hear the surrounding area. It's the middle of the night, middle of nowhere, basically. You could hear everything. And I remember looking over at, at Dan on my left. And it looked like something stepped back behind the tree almost like you know how some something's looking out like you're peeking around a corner around a tree you know what i'm talking I about, you're talking about. Yeah. like that time shack was trying to hide yeah in that picture yeah yes so i see this i i would i it, i'm not saying that it was something there i'm not saying whatever but it looked like something tall was looking at us and stepped back in the tree and i looked right at dan and i said man we gotta go right like I know it sounds, I mean, we've all seen every kind of all the bullshit, the travel channel, all these bullshit things, similar type stories. But the only time I'd ever experienced this in my life. Uh, and I was like, hey, man, I think we got to like, we got to leave right now. Like we got to like something's like I didn't tell him. I just thought I saw something. But we started walking up the driveway to go back and could have been an animal, could have been something. You could hear steps in the woods. No fucking joke. I'll never forget. It's like something walking in the woods, but the way that I thought I saw something. And we walked all the way up. We slowly walked down the road. Was I, hold on. Was I there with you that night? Because I remember specifically walking back there with Dan and the same fucking deal. Footsteps in the woods. And maybe like could, maybe it was another time. 
and like me and Dan just stopped and we stood there for a second and then heard like a stick crack and without even saying anything just fucking like Scooby and Shaggy like back to the fucking front gate and we're out of there like we probably covered like a half mile in like 10 seconds like it was we, so, we ran so fast I'm pretty sure it was just me and like almost positive me and Dan like I have such a vivid like memory of this night because it was so fucking cold like we almost didn't go because I think it was like 10 degrees that night we wore all of our layers everything walked and there was it would we walked the road until the freeway divided because the freeway divided underneath and whatever was in the you could hear still clear as day hear footsteps in the woods like almost something was following us into the woods till we got to the freeway you know to the bridge obviously it's not going to go there but like that's the only experience in all the years of that stuff that i had and it was like pretty terrifying it was almost like a fight or flight like my body was like you have to leave this place like right now it was almost like a you know kind of like animalistic instinct of just like go so it was it was kind of a cool experience in that regard because i don't know if i'd ever felt anything like that a couple times but in a different way like in my life before that hey i'm gonna ask you a question what was 18 year old dynamite jared's favorite horror movie was it still halloween yeah it had to be what was your top three could you could you tell you the jared's top three horror movies at, at the age of 18 okay it was probably goddamn halloween evil dead 2 and um night of the living dead probably something like that solid buddy what do you think your top three when you when you were 18 was when i was 18 uh probably how who <laughs> there's the legend right there we're on zoom Why chat is... right now looking at <laughs> what's your top three when you're 18 i know halloween was in there um fuck what the hell did i watch at 18 uh like films in general or horror films just it's it's halloween week on brain damage so we're just, i was just like like top three horror halloween i really liked the exorcist at the time um and i still considered donnie darko a light horror film when i was 18 so then yeah, that darko would have also great. been in my top i love three. donnie darko my my top three would probably still be the shit that i love today but i can actually take one of them out because i hadn't seen it till i was 19 because it was so hard to get on video i didn't get to see i saw that on a previous podcast but i didn't get to see dawn of the dead till i was 19 because it was so hard to get on video it was on there was no streaming yet obviously uh but mine probably would have been american werewolf in london night of the living dead and oof would it have been Man, it might have been like TCM too. Even though I like TCM more, but I was such a big, a big TCM two guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that probably or probably like my favorite when I was like 18. Uh, you got any more conspiracy theories, well, or was that your only one? Well, no, I didn't really finish the Melonheads, but I mean, I, I, I guess uh, we got on that whole like, would we have went and done that when we were eight? eight uh, we should have went and looked for Melonheads, but. I'm, I would be down. I would be down to do a uh, go. We'll do a brain to, damage ghost hunting road trip. We should do it live in the woods where the melon heads are. We'll record a podcast out there and anything. Do you believe in the Loveland frog? Do they talk about the Loveland frog on this podcast? You they have to? not. They have not talked about it yet. 
Are you aware of the Loveland Frog? I actually don't know what it is. So, Loveland, I'm Ohio. I'm looking for any mention of the Loveland Frog here in the yearbook. I don't think there's any mention of the, the Loveland Frog. Here's Brett Spencer playing bass with a huge beard and hair. For All Dead or in jazz band? Uh, jazz band? He's wearing a tie. But his guitar strap is a like a police like don't cross line. All right. Nice. The Loveland Frog basically is a giant ass frog. There were these cops. It's in Loveland, Ohio. There were these cops that like rolled up. They thought it was like a dead dog in like the middle of the road. Okay. So like they got out of the car. They were like, all right, we need to move it out of the center of the street. I guess they walked up to it. And it was covered in scales. It like fucking like jumped up. It was like five feet tall, and it was a frog. And it fucking ran into the woods. They're still looking for the Loveland frog to this, to this day. Christ. What year was this? I want to say like nineties. Oh wow! So it's newer. So it's one of the. I think there's newer been sightings. Versions. There's probably been. Well, it dates back to Native American times. There were like legends of. It's called like the Shanahook in mm. Ohio. Um, so it dates back all the way to them, but there's been showings in the 70s, um, the 90s. Um, you go to Loveland, they know all about the frog. I might have to make a trip to Loveland. The man, Ryan Spazito. Um, hey, I'm in the first page of that yearbook there. Like in the first one, they have like the, the uh, intro I know, page. I showed you your goddamn picture. No, I mean, I had another photo like in the opening page when they talk about our class. It's me when I just gave blood. Oh my god, you probably look like an idiot. I'm sitting there, I think I'm watching March of the Penguins on the TV and I have my arms up. Uh, wow, I can't believe I remember that, but this is actually true. Um, yep, there you are. What's that merch you're wearing? Uh, it's this random fucking indie band that I have their 7-inch that I saw live once, but I can't remember the name. Uh, How do you remember what shirt you're wearing in a picture in your yearbook? I have a very vivid memory of like things back then. I don't know. It was before my brain was destroyed. <laughs> uh, There's a couple of pictures of me in this besides my um, besides my yearbook photo. Um, when we went to, uh, on a side note, I guess, because we're already on this deep dive into apparently our <laughs> high school quote-unquote careers, high school lives. When me and Jared went to our 10-year reunion, everyone uh, came up and talked to us like, Oh yeah, the two like music guys, the two guys that were into music. So apparently we were just like, you know, they have to fit certain stereotypes into the yearbook. I feel like me and Jared just kind of probably fit that because we were the people that just looked like we like music. I don't know. We're just the like, band guys. Well, yeah. here's me as on, on the homecoming court. I'm just kind of standing on the uh, outside there of everybody with my shirt untucked. Wow, you really? Everyone else was like, uh, was scooted in. Jared's like, I'm the fucking rebel right here. Yeah, I was, um, and then let's see here. And then there's another picture of me just eating lunch and making like a stupid face. I don't know where it's at. Jared. It's, it's, <laughs> it's on the strike a pose section. Listen, every time I bust out my yearbook, I get so fucking into it, dude. I know you loved, you loved high school, man. You love fucking high school. There is it's in the time of his life, man. You look like you're a, you look like you're another member of the Ramones in that photo. To be honest, I'm, just wearing, a me- I'm wearing a Megadeth shirt, an Element plaid hoodie, and my ball chain necklace. That was so most- yeah, I was ready to play in the Ramones. Well, your hair when you and the Zoom, you know how we looked through Zoom. All we saw was your like medium length hair, and you just looked like you're ready to be playing bass in the Ramones. There, I'm there. I'm ready to play bass in the Cure. 
that ball chain necklace baby i see it i think we should all get ball chain necklaces honestly i think it'd be cool i've got a quick conspiracy theory for you okay all right this is all i have a i have a bunch lined up they're all quick um i'm probably not gonna go through all of them because i don't even remember half of them um so speaking of the spooky season one of the scariest things that people had always talked about was Walt Disney freezing himself so he can come back to life, right? Oh my god, to to, to rule the uh, This is a very re- this is a very recent conspiracy theory. I saw this like this week that people were talking about this shit. They've been talking about this for years. No, though. you realize the, that this that. twist on the theory. Okay. Disney released a film called Frozen a few years ago. Correct. Did they do that as a cover up? So when you Google search Disney Frozen it doesn't come up with Walt oh, Disney actually freezing himself. Okay, okay. I thought this was going to be hilarious for a second, but that actually is kind that's of that's intriguing. A, that's intriguing. Yeah, I like that. That is, it's funny. I feel like also uh, Disney has enough money that they could just probably like pay Google to be like just remove. Like if anyone searches it, you get zero results. I think that would be a cool, like not conspiracy theory, but kind of like a cool thing. Like imagine if a company paid google to have like all the search results removed so you go to type in something and with google i mean you search something you get millions of results instantly imagine if you search something you get zero results how weird that'd be how strange that'd be in 2021 that's it that would be that would be weird but here's the thing is that disney would never pay google to do that when they could literally just make a movie called frozen make a fucking billion dollars on that movie and also fucking fuck up the search results for Walt Disney freezing himself and you kill two birds with one stone. You're making money and you're uh, kind of weeding out those search results. Because you could have called the movie you typed in, Even if you typed in Walt Disney Frozen, like it would just come up as, Was, as the movie as, Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a, it's a pretty cool, cool thought. Cool conspiracy theory. Um... Do y'all believe in Mothman? Of course. But do you actually believe in the Mothman? Hmm. Here's my stance on all this shit. Mothman, Bigfoot. I like wanna believe in all that stuff. I believe But in, it's like, come on, man. I but you're almost in, thirty years old. But I believe in <laughs> hey, I'm almost thirty-three and I believe in Bigfoot. Fuck. Okay, I'd like okay. Uh, growing up on X Files and I have a tattoo that says I want to believe. With Bigfoot, with Mothman, I want to believe. Like, I want... We can all agree aliens are the most plausible. Aliens are the most plausible. I don't think I don't think Bigfoot's that far out of aliens the Aliens exist, bro. Thank you, thank you. Aliens definitely fucking exist. I don't yeah, know I'm where the, the fuck fucking they are. Those videos how, like last year, bro. How far away they are, aliens 100% exist. I 10 billion percent believe in aliens. It's not even like I want to believe. Like... I know aliens are out there. Maybe not even in our galaxy. Probably how, there's, how there's fucked somewhere up is out this? there. How fucked up is it? How egotistical is humanity to believe that we're the only ones out there? Oh yeah, I've I've also right. thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah especially there's no, with there's no fucking way. Billions of stars out there. I mean, there's got to be. Let's say even on the on the which even sounds stupid talking about. Let's say even if every galaxy had one planet that could sustain life obviously there'd be some other humanoid species 
So there's got to be even, we, we have no, there has to be humanoid species per galaxy. I'm just going to throw that. That's my, that's my grand thing. I mean, there's no way that there wouldn't be under similar oh. circumstances, a similar form of life in another galaxy. I'm not going to go that far, but I'm going to say there's definitely alien life somewhere in the galaxy. I don't, I won't guarantee that somewhere, or not in the galaxy, but in some galaxy. I'm not going to go out and be like, oh, definitely humanoid life forms in other galaxies. I mean, it may even just be another planet in some faraway galaxy or even in our galaxy where it's just kind of like, uh, bacteria bacteria would be well, an they, alien life form you know what i mean they've proven working. that pretty much just like how there, there was there's water on mars there was water on mars i mean and by default in water there's there's there has to be if there was water i'm sure there was living organisms i think hasn't even that been proven that there was some sort of uh like there was like evidence that there used to be some form of life but they couldn't tell what it was. Right, right, right. Like it could have even been like plants or like yeah. whatever. There could be some dope ass plants out there that are just full of wild animals. Like there's you have to just wild animals existing in a natural, uh, undisturbed habitat. You know, there could just be a planet out there that literally only has like fish and like moose and shit. Like that'd be hard. There. You know, what <laughs> imagine I mean? how sick that'd be. That's where be, I want to live. Imagine how sick that'd be to be like a moose. Like the moose is the top of the food chain and it just lives every day in like a luscious place with no pollution, no shit. It <laughs> goes, it grass. fishes, eats grass, mm. goes and fishes, fucking just, you know, hangs out, fucking lays in the Wait, sun. The, maybe. the moose, the moose is just, is fishing. Like it's like a fishing pole. Well, no, don't, don't, don't moose eat fish. I'm pretty sure moose are vegetarian. I think are they're, they? I think they're vegetarian. I can't. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, not, there's, there's no way they're carnivores. They don't know. have they don't have canines. That's true. That's true. That's true. Hey, uh, you know, I'm not an expert on moose, so uh, just throw that out there on the podcast. So, but uh, we can throw bears on the planet too. We'll put okay. bears on there, and then the right. bears can be in there eating the fish. There, that's good. Yeah, that's food, fair. food chain complete. Food chain's complete. Um. That'd be a scary planet. It's just like overrun by fucking bears and moose. <laughs> moose would be so wild. Okay. I have a conspiracy theory thing that I actually, I didn't mean to look up today. And it's actually funny. And you guys will appreciate this. And we we're talking about cryptids. So cryptids are underrepresented. I feel like in video games, if I'm going to talk about video games for a second. So did you guys ever hear the rumor about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the big one? That, that apparently they put Bigfoots coded in the game, but only at certain times, and that you had to be in certain areas to see them, and that was like the all ultimate Easter egg in the game was to find a Bigfoot. You got? I've, I've, read about I've heard today. about that one. I've heard about the one that's in Skyrim. It's not a Bigfoot. It's like a headless horseman kind of thing. It's like the ultimate Easter egg in the entire fucking game to run into the headless horseman. I don't know if it's Skyrim. It might be like. It's one, not one of them. I can't remember what one I, it was. It sounds like it would fit with Oblivion. I've played Oblivion three times, but not most of the story, just most of the side quests. Isn't there a goddamn Sasquatch in one of the Tony Hawk games as an unlockable character? I think there is. I can't remember which one, though. Um, But apparently there is, because of the rumor, they coded Bigfoot in Grand Theft Auto 4, apparently. 
four or five. There is a real. There's Bigfoot that you isn't, can find. Isn't four San Andreas? No, no. San Andreas is still technically a spinoff of three. Grand Theft Auto Four is actually Grand Theft Auto Four. It was out on PS3. Mm. It's just not a very good story or game. I mean, I I played that's it. the I one like with it. like Nico in it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. The driving mechanics in that were worse than the than three Vice City and San Andreas. You'd be like driving, and your car would just float away, and I was like, this is horrible. Like the game was pretty bad to be honest. Uh. But anyways, I, I looked that up today. I thought that was pretty fucking funny that the internet was pretty uh, pretty fixated on that. Um, Jared, do you have anything for the urban legends, cryptids, or anything? Any anything that you can shed some light on for us, or do you want All to right. talk about any more of the ghost hunting experiences we had, or anything like that? <laughs> any nothing fond else memories? really that cool. Nothing really that cool happened. Um. All right, I pulled this up. Um. So we're going to leave the state of Ohio now and go to my second home in Japan. Okay. For, um, have you guys heard of, uh, let's see here. Kisaragi station. I've heard you mention it. Where'd miles go? Miles. I eat something with his dog. Okay. All right. So, uh, Kisaragi station is a train station in Japan that doesn't actually exist. Okay. It's not it's not a train station that's found on any maps or any, you know, like anything, okay? Um Kisaragi station was first uh kind of talked about um 2004 on uh 2chan, which is the predecessor to 4chan, kind of an image posting board um you know, if you don't know what 4chan is, 2chan uh, kind of leads up to that. And it's kind of like a Japanese kind of kind of deal. I don't know how many uh, Americans were on it. Americans are all over 4chan now. What is this face you're making, Miles? <laughs> Nothing. The the cat and the dog are making noises. And mm. Miles, Miles gets very stressed about his dog. The people <coughs> in the cast don't know that. Mm. All right. Yeah. So this is a 2chan story from 2004 posted in the middle of a thread called post about strange occurrences around you thread 26. All right. So this is a real thing. Um, they got posted on this, on this image board in real time. And this, um, let's see here, this article that I'm looking at here, this is from creepypasta.com. I think this just kind of has, like a little bit of a synopsis of some of the posts. I think it's edited down because there's probably, I think there's like goddamn like hundreds and hundreds of posts from this one, you know, this one thing you can imagine that like several people are probably responding and, and, you know, I think it cut out some of the things that, uh, the main poster posted. Um, so let's see here. Uh, okay. Two chain indicates a post made by another two chain. Okay. So that's just kind of giving me a key as to who's saying what here. So I'm going to go through. I'm going to uh, try and read the posts. It says that it's going to take about seven minutes. So if anyone doesn't want to listen to this, skip ahead seven minutes in the podcast. If you are 
scared if you're creeped out um all right so here's the original here's the original post um from uh hashtag question mark question mark question mark i guess that's just kind of like what they're using to indicate the original poster's name says this just uh, this may just be my imagination can i post it anyway and then someone from the 2chan uh, forum says, go ahead. What's going on? I've been riding a certain train for a while, but something seems off. And then apparently I responded to this person and said, hmm. Because it's one of my favorite things to text people. <laughs> when I don't know what to say, I always just go, hmm. I always take this train to work. But it hasn't stopped at any stations for the past 20 minutes or so. It usually only takes five minutes, seven or eight at worst. Oh, and there's five other passengers, but they're all sleeping. Did you take the express train by mistake? Is it a high-speed train? And then the original poster says, Well, it's possible I may have just missed my stop. I'll wait a little longer. If anything else strange occurs, I might bring it up here. 2chan poster says try going to the car on the end to see the conductor maybe it would be really bad if the driver had an elliptic fit or something <laughs> epileptic epileptic fit or uh, something. elliptic is an elliptical on this train yeah, if, if, the, if the driver's out. on the elliptical um if the driver had an epileptic fit or something you should check on the conductor so that's really weird that must be like a some sort of Japanese cultural thing where it's like if something weird happens maybe someone's having an epileptic fit somewhere I don't know alright uh, original poster still no sign of stopping so alright I'll take a look there were blinds or, or something covering the window so I couldn't see the conductor or the driver the route is a private railway in Shizuoka Shizuoka uh, 2GM poster knock on the window I tried that, but nobody answered. Two-chan poster. Can you see out the window? Names of stations you're passing, etc. Um, now the original poster is being referred to as Hasumi. Um, so Hasumi says, "We came out a tunnel, so we're dropping. We dropping. Ah, we're dropping speed slightly. There usually aren't any tunnels, though. It's a train from Shin Hamamatsu." Looks like we're finally stopping at a station. You aren't going to get off there, are you? We're stopped at Kisaragi Station. I wonder if I should get off. I've never heard of this place before. Tuchan poster. Definitely check it out. No. Stay on until the last stop. Oh, but... Uh, two ch this is still a Tuchan poster. Oh, but it's probably departed, already departing now. When did you get on the train? Hasmi says, I've gotten off the train. The station's unmanned. I believe I got on the train at 1140. Tuchan, I'm not finding any information on Kisaragi Station. And Hasmi, your train was going for over an hour? Well, that's really strange. What are you guys laughing about? My fucking cat, dude. <laughs> yeah, Mocha and the cat are fighting. Like, they're like looking at each other like, we're about to see some like fucking like crazy TikTok video right now and 
I'm sorry. I, I'm just... Pumpkin's fine. She's on the couch with us now. Mocha's on the other couch. They're, I, I they were it... flexing at each other, though, but keep going. All right, so Two Champ Poster says there's no uh, Google results or anything for Kisaragi Station. Okay. Hasumi says, I'm looking for a schedule so I can get back, but I can't find one. The train is still stopped, so it'd probably be safest to get back on. Well, it left while I was writing that. All right. Two Chan. So they're stranded. So they're stranded. Yeah. So while they were typing that, the train took off. Is this Uh, like an... So is Two Chan like an instant messenger kind of thing? Or like... I think it's just like a message board. Okay. Uh, two uh, two chan poster. Is there anybody nearby, or any or any buildings? It's cold out, so be careful. Hasmi, I'll look for a taxi from the station. Thank you very much. Two chan sounds good. Take care. Two chan, way past the last train at an unmanned station. Really questionable if you'll have any luck finding a taxi there. And so Hasmi became an inhabitant. Okay, so this is another two two chan poster kind of being a smartass here. And so Hasmi became an inhabitant of the two-dimensional world. Hasmi, there don't seem to be any taxis anywhere. Hmm. All right. Um, Two Chance says, call 110, which is the Japanese number for police. Call a taxi company. If there's any telephone booth nearby, look up the taxi company in the phone book and call. Hasmi. I called home and asked to be picked up, but neither of my parents seem to know where Kisaragi Station is. They'll look for it on the maps so they can get, so they can come get me. But I'm getting a little scared now. Two Chan, what about the others? Are you the only one who got off the train? Another Two Chan poster. I checked online too, and the name Kisaragi Station isn't coming up. Am I wrong in assuming it's around Shin Shin Hamamatsu? I'll check Yahoo, so you know how old this is. <laughs> Yahoo, they're, wow. they're checking Yahoo. So is this happening? Like this is happening? Like like this is in real time? In real time? This yeah, was like, this, this like, was like, happening wow, okay, in real yeah, time yeah, okay. in two thousand four. Okay, well, right. Hasmin, I looked for a public phone, but there's nothing, and no one else got off, so I'm alone now. It's definitely called Kisaragi. Two champ poster. Sometimes they have phones outside the station. Hasmin. Looking into it, apparently it's written with the kanji for devil, but it's read Kisaragi. Tuchan. Devil Station? Yikes. Are you are you a gaming nerd? Because a game comes up if you Google it. Tell us the names of the stations before and after Kisaragi. Hasumi says, what do you mean a game? It doesn't say what the next and previous stations are. Uh, two chance says walk walk back along the track. If you start running now, you might catch up to the trade. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice right. try. Nice try. What a what a sympathetic bastard that poster was. Um, there must be houses around the station, right? Hospi says yes, there are. I didn't quite notice since I was panicking. I'm waiting for my parents to call while walking along the track. I tried checking town information on iMode, whatever the fuck that is, um, but it gave me a point error or something. I want to go home. There's really just nothing around here. All I can see are fields and mountains, but I think I'll be able to make it back if I go down the track, so I'll keep pushing on. Thank you very much. Treat this as a joke. Treat this as a joke, if you will, but can I come to you if I encounter any more trouble? 
Two Champ says, of course, just be careful out there. Another Two Champ poster says, sure, just make sure you don't run out of battery. Your phone's your lifeline right now. Another Two Champ poster says, don't get lost and be careful in the tunnel. Another Two Champ poster says, huh, you can get a signal out in the middle of nowhere? I kind of think you shouldn't stray far from the station. Oh, uh, God, a lot of Two Champ posters coming on now. Uh, all alone on a cold night at a station with no attendance. Soon the lights could go out and it'll be pitch black. It really might be safest to wait for daybreak at the station, though. And then the last two chain guy says, oh, geez, this sounds bad. <laughs> that's that's buddy. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he said, oh, geez, that's that's Drake. He said, oh, that's, geez, uh, Drake, guys, Drake has joined the has joined the chat. Jo- oh, geez, that sounds bad. Um, so Hasmi says, I got a call from my father and he had many questions, but simply couldn't find my location. I've been told to call 110, which I'm a little opposed to doing, but I'll try asking them to help me now. So this is a um, a Japanese like a cab, like all cops are bad. <laughs> like not going to call the cops for help because they might shoot a black person when they show up. So, um, <laughs> never know. Never know. You, you know that it, it happens a lot these days. Um, two jam. I really think you should wait it out until it gets lighter uh, before you do anything. Waiting all alone in the dead of night and in some ominous place? Yikes. Uh, Two chin, uh, upwards arrow. Going through a tunnel alone in the dead of night and on some ominous train line? Yikes. They're all saying yikes. Um, Let's see here. Hasmi says, I called 110 and tried my absolute best to explain the situation, but they thought it was all a joke and got angry at me, so I got scared and apologized. Apologized for what? Should probably give up for today. Wait for the first train. What's it like around the station? What's there? I he- uh, Hasmi says, I hear what sounds like a beating drum mixed with some kind of bell way off in the distance. Honestly, I have no idea what to do at this point. Two Chance says, get back to the station for now. Uh, it's best to return to where you started when you're lost. This says it's going to take seven minutes. Holy shit, I have so much left. <laughs> seven minutes to read. Probably not seven minutes to actually like... To perform. Perform, <laughs> or speak, you know, audibly read aloud. I mean... Oh, God. Let's see here. Get back to the station. Uh, are they having a festival uh, or, or what? You might think I'm kidding, but I'm too scared to look behind me. I do want to go back to the station, but I don't dare turn around. Two Chan, run and don't look back. You can't you can't go back to the station now. Run through the tunnel. I'm sure you'll find we are not far. Hasumi said, someone behind me yelled, hey, don't walk on the track. That's dangerous. I looked around expecting to see an attendant, and I saw a one-legged old man, but he vanished. I think I'm too scared to move. Two Chan, I told you not to look back. Run. Calm down and listen to Big Bro. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Check out where that drum's coming from. There's bound to be somebody playing it. And then the two ch- another two champ poster says, "Where the hell are you planning to take Hasumi?" <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh, and then uh, I think Hasumi meant an old man who lost one of his legs. Must have been an old man who died and lost a leg after walking along the track. Hasumi says, I can't walk or run any further. The drumming sound is getting a little closer. 
Wait for dawn. It won't be scary in the daylight. I'm glad I stayed on the train. Wait, what? So if one of the two champ posters claims that he stayed on the train. Um, Hasmi, I'm still alive, but I fell and started bleeding. I and I broke a heel, so I'm sitting still on the ground. I don't want to die now. Broke uh, a heel like the sh like the shoe? Like is this a female yeah. running? Yeah. Yeah, Hasmi is a female. Uh, two Chan says it should be safe if you leave the tunnel. Once you get out of there, call for help immediately. Hasmi, I called home. Dad's calling the police, but sounds keep getting closer. Two Chan, I hope to God that's not the sound of a train, but it might be too late. Hasmi, I finally managed to make it to the front of the tunnel. The name says Isanuki. This, uh, the sound's still getting closer, so I'm gonna, I'm going to leave the tunnel. If I'm safe once I get out of the tunnel, I'll post again. Two Chan, good luck. Two Chan, this is the end. Forget about the trains and the stations. Forget about going back. Forget about someone chasing you. The sound you're hearing is just something you imagine. Run out of the tunnel. If you stop, you'll only succumb to something which does not belong in this world. Japanese people are Damn. very spiritual. Yeah, way. so spiritual, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hasumi, I left the tunnel. There's someone up ahead. It looks like all your advice was right after all. Thank you so much. My face is such a mess from tears. He might just mistake me for a monster. Uh, Tuchan, wait, Hasumi, don't die on us. Stop, that can't be good. Someone's there this late at night? That's suspicious. Hasumi, he seems gentle and was worried for me. He called for a train to take me to the nearest station. Apparently, there's some kind of business hotel there. I'm truly, truly thankful to all of you. Hasumi, please answer me this one thing. Can you ask that man what this place is? Is he really gentle? He sounds kind of scary from what you said. And another Tuchan guy says, That guy's no good. Why is he back by the track at this hour? He must have been a corpse or something. Hasmi, run! <laughs> <laughs> he must be a corpse or something. Hasmi says, I asked him where it was, and he said Hina. That seems extremely unlikely, though. Tuchan, Hasumi, get off the train. Uh, and then Tuchan says, excuse me, Hasumi, where's Hina? Hasumi says, we've been headed towards the mountains for some time. It really doesn't strike me as a place where trains would go. And he stopped talking to me entirely. Tuchan, probably because you're constantly messing with your phone. She's, yeah, is she's, this on like a Blackberry? Like what's going on? Yeah, she, 2004. She's responding yeah. so quickly. Yeah, um, Hasmi says, or no, Two Chan says, Hasmi, oh no, oh no. Did you contact your parents after you got out of the tunnel and received aid from this guy? Two Chan, Hasmi, please call 110. This might be your last chance. Hasmi, my battery's almost run out. Things are getting strange, so I think I'm going to make a run for it. He's been talking to himself about bizarre things for a while now. To prepare for the right time, I'm going to make this my last post for now. And then afterward, Hasumi was never heard from again. And so that's the end of it. And that is so that's, the story of Kisaragi Station. Um, so that that was a real post, right? Those, those are real posts that happened. I can't speak to you of the authenticity of the story. You know, it's probably not real. But um, those you, posts are all very real. That The, com the commenters, obviously. like The commenters, the commenters are definitely real. Yeah. Real, yeah. That's... Yeah. And, and Hasumi is probably, you know, just some kind of like elaborate internet troll 
Probably. is my rationalization of it. But it's a creepy story nonetheless. I think that um, there's a Japanese, like a J-horror movie based around it. I was going to yeah. say, the whole time you were telling the story, I swear to God I've seen a J-horror movie that was the exact same story. Like, uh, maybe like one of those eight films to die for. Do you remember that series back in the late 2000s? Yeah, I remember that one. There's, mm. They had a cup. They had like each year, they had a J-horror like one. I swear to God, I've seen a J-horror film that was like just pretty much what you just said. I could, because as you're telling the story, I can kind of see like, I'm seeing a film on my mind. I'm like, I've seen a film that is like almost this to a T, but I don't know what it is. Have you not seen it, Jared? Oh God, I may have, and I just don't remember. Is there any way that you could somehow like, this is, this is not even for the podcast, but even for us, the next time we all see each other, hang out. Is there any way you could look up, like take that, uh, two champ post and like be like, uh, there has to be a way to search like film related or something like that and like see if that's actually they did make a movie about it, you know. So there's a movie, um, uh, called Kisaragi, but um, I don't think it has anything to do with the station because, like they said in the uh post, that uh, Kisaragi. Um, the kanji that was used for Kisaragi uh, means devil. Right. So, um, yeah. Well, still unsolved. Still unsolved. I really do. There's a film. Like Now that you said that, I know there is. I can't think of what it's fucking called. Man, I really wanted to name my band Kisaragi Station at one point in time, but I'm pretty sure there's already a band. Damn, that would have been actually hard. Yeah. Uh well, I kind of like how different each of our each of our things were if we we're talking about urban legends or things. I I'd be uh more interested to do like a creepy pasta episode someday too, to talk about creepy. We could pasta. do I have, my favorite one is the Ben Drowned one, but that's way too long to even get into on this fucking Right, one. right. Jared's story sort of reminded me of this other creepy pasta where it was all took place like in a chat room. And I can't remember what the name. I think the story might just be called like Pirates Cove, um, because is that the one about the TV? Sh- TV so channel? all these kids, they were kids in like the '60s or '70s. So when the internet came up, they all got in this chat room to talk about their favorite show when they were kids, and the show was called Pirates Cove. And they would like describe certain instances, weird things that would happen in the show, this and that, and they would talk about it for however long they were talking about in this chat room they all had the same experiences they all remember the same episodes they were all like basically freaked the fuck out about this show no one could find anything about the show online um for all intents and purposes it didn't exist um and so the main guy who wrote the story that was posted online i guess he went and like asked his parents about it and his parents were basically like well, we didn't want to tell you this because we thought it was like weird or like maybe you had to go to therapy or something, but you would just sit in front of the TV and watch static for hours. You want to you know the funniest part of it? Channel Zero, that that sci- sci-fi, t- you know, sci-fi channel show I loved, uh, Anthology. The first season takes two creepypastas and one of them is Pirate's Cove. Oh, really? And that's part of it. So I know the story because that. Uh, and Channel Zero is like probably one of my favorite like horror TV shows, probably the past decade. But that first season, 
they do the whole Pirates Cove thing. I never read or, or listened, not read, but listened to that creepy post online, but I know the whole story because of it. Uh, and I think it's a really interesting story. But it's similar to like Jared's, because like it all's in a chat room and it turns out that the thing they were talking about didn't exist or may or may not exist. Or, but it was like multiple weird... people experienced it too. Mul- yeah, multiple people remembered the same everything, but you can't find anything about the show online or anything at all. The, the segment? Some kind of experimental uh, programming for children. The, they, like the, uh, the images of the Pirate's Cove in the show were these super creepy puppets and the way they talked and stuff, it was just like really good. But they did cut to scenes where the kids were just watching either static or watching a blank, like watching a shut off TV. That was really cool. That first season, yeah. I absolutely love it. But... <sighs> Jared's 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 getting Jared wants to get to the his meat and potatoes for lack of a better term of the the sexiest definitely the meat the meat the 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 potatoes the balls you know the balls the dick that's kind of why you know if I really have to drive it home you can introduce this I have to pee speaking of my meat and potatoes I'll be right back you guys keep it going (laughs) go on (laughs) I have to introduce it. He was set, he 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 said he threw the baseball up in the air. He was saying it was your favorite segment. He's waiting for you to knock it out of the park. Ladies and gentlemen, it is October. And we are here to talk about some of the sexiest men in the history of of mankind in, in all forms of media. Every week of October, we pick a category of sexy men and we they we do battle and we try and decide who is the sexiest and this week since we're talking about urban legends and cryptids and and all that we are going to find out once and for all who is the sexiest cryptid of all time now buddy you got to be thinking bigfoot right now don't you Bigfoot's definitely up there. He's Bigfoot definitely a is contender. a sexy man. True, but have have we ever seen a male Bigfoot, like an actual good photo of a male Bigfoot? Because the Bigfoot from the Patterson Gimlin film is a female. So is it? I thought Bigfoot was just a particular Sasquatch. What do you mean? <laughs> that like. That like Sasquatch is like the um, the species, like the species, the Sasquatch species or Sasquatch relative. That Bigfoot isn't necessarily a species, but a particular Sasquatch, along with the Grassman and the Skunk Ape and, and shit like that. It's okay. it, it's it's sort of like a rocky territory. Like it can be referred to as anything. Yeah, the species is a Sasquatch. But when you can also call it a Bigfoot, like there's Bigfoot in like the the Pacific Northwest. There's Bigfoot right. like it's sort of an interchangeable term. You are correct technically, but it's not like there's a single Bigfoot that people are referring to when they talk about Bigfoot. It could be any of them. So, you, so wait, what did here's, I, here's I, something. I'm back. What? We're talking about Bigfoot. Sexiest he he just said you gotta. We started things off with Bigfoot, just a discussion of Bigfoot sexiness, and I said the Bigfoot from the famous film that everyone has seen is a female. 
Sasquatch. It's not a male. So that Bigfoot in particular is automatically not part of our discussion because okay. it's not, not a, I'd not like a male. But the though, Bigfoots that you see in the flea market statues, those are dudes for sure. Those are guys. Those are guys, guys. Uh, I'd like they're to pretty say, sexy. I still think Bigfoot is very plausible that some just, uh, you know, lost strain along the way. The uh, The missing link is just you know, out in the deep woods somewhere. To quote the other podcast I was this week, the deep, deep woods, uh, just hanging out. Stone Cold Steve Austin's hung out with Bigfoot before. Oh, yeah. You ever heard him tell that story? Yeah. I have not heard that story. Yeah, they cracked open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> they would. They would. So, all right. So we all have to agree at least a little bit. Bigfoot's a pretty sexy cryptid, right? Not the sexiest, in my opinion. Not the sexiest? No. All right, Jared, are we are we going through some cryptids first, or are we just going to throw some, some sexy cryptids out there? We're just having a discussion. Did, did he just say, are we going to go through some first, or are we just going to throw some out there? <laughs> uh, I knew what he meant. He meant, are we just saying our picks, or we're going to talk about right. them? Well, I didn't know if we were putting a list out front. Uh, what? Do, all right. What about the Loch Ness monster? You think a Loch Ness monster? Nessie, Nessie's Nessie, a girl. Nessie's a girl. A girl. You yeah. don't think? All right. You don't think there's a male Loch Ness monster out there? You don't think there's more than one? From all the stories, it's just been the one. You don't think there's some aquatic sea cock out there on the Loch Ness monster somewhere? No. 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 Man, you guys are no fun. Seriously. There's got there there's gotta if be. If there a was male. a male and female Nessie, they would multiply and you would see fucking Loch Ness monsters all the time. There's only one endangered species. That's why. Well, I'm gonna say the Lake Erie monster is a male, and that, you know, that that that's going up there for one of my one of my favorite cryptids, you know, the Lake Erie the, monster. Uh, by the way, goddamn um one of these uh, kids that I work with never heard of the Loch Ness monster before. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> how, how do you do that? I don't then, teach it in uh, schools some, anymore. And then some other somebody else was like, yeah, well, uh, I heard that they proved that uh, that image of Nessie is actually just like a whale species. The famous photo of Nessie was confirmed fake, like on the guy's deathbed or whatever yeah his kids that. like came forward and basically said fuck our dad yeah, and ruined that. his entire life on his deathbed <laughs> um, well um yeah somebody said nessie is confirmed to be like a whale species and i just that is is lake loch ness a salt lake does it lead to like the ocean or is lake? it literally no, an isolated lake i think I think it's a huge freshwater lake. I can look it up quickly, buddy. If you yeah, guys, if you guys. All right, well, all right. We're gonna we're gonna bounce around a little bit. I know Buddy's gonna get the info quick, but come on, Mothman. What do you think about Mothman? That's you know, the sexiest cryptid of all time. Mothman's sexy. The Mothman. No, it's, it, it's a freshwater. It's freshwater. Freshwater. That's what I thought. Yeah, because I, I remember watching documentaries on it as a kid. Uh, Did you say Mothman's not sexy? He said I that. say he's not the sexiest of all time. Definitely not. The Mothman statue. Chupacabra, boy. 
I was gonna say you got. I was gonna bring up the chupacabra. I gotta give love to the Chup little guys. Chupacabra's sexy. I'm gonna go. I <laughs> That's a funny sentence to say. Chupacabra's sexy. I uh, I think the Jersey Devil's pretty sexy. You know what I mean? Jersey Devil's up there. Jersey Devil. How come? All right. How come me, you, and Dan never went hunting for the sexiest of them all? How come we never grass went man? hunting for the Ohio grass man? Oh, my God. Uh, maybe Dan was scared, bro. There, I'm going to throw him under the bus. I looked at his yearbook picture via Zoom earlier on, on here, and maybe Dan was scared of the Ohio grass man, dude. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, it is one thing that's like – you know, go out there to Tinker's Hollow. Oh, old man Tinker, you might see his ghost or something weird like that, or uh, a body hanging from the fr bridge or, or something weird. Uh, you go looking for the grass man. If that turns out to be real, you're fucked. You're fucked. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, not, a, it's not a ghost. Smack your head clean off your shoulders. Uh, What was that website? You know, you know that damn... Uh, Goddamn, he he like beat the shit out of like an Amish guy like way back in like the sixties or whatever. What what was that website that used to have all the info? Mar Midnight Marissa, they all use her her podcast name. Knew about it because we talked about it the other night. Haunted right? Ohio. Haunted Ohio. But wasn't there another one too? There was two of them, two good ones used to go on. I can't remember them though at all. Uh but yeah, I remember spending a lot of time on those with fucking you guys that Dan's old uh, desktop back in the day. Uh, yeah, we would always be looking up spots uh, to try and go and ghost hunt from from there. Man, uh, simpler see. times. Uh, the web fun. the web pages were also much simpler too. The the basically uh, the web pages text, were not text. like the uh, textbook uh, example of web design. And I'll say that much. They right were now. all like basically like text, just like white text on black screens with a, like a spooky graphic at the top and we'd have to read the whole fucking story or skim through it to like see what we needed to know right uh, yeah but jersey devil the chupacabra bigfoot uh i guess you guys are telling me Loch Ness Mon I get it. All right, Nessie. But i'm going to throw the Lake Erie monster in there cuz it's a local favorite. What about the Flatwoods monsters? I'm gonna throw the melon heads in there because there's got to be some melon heads with some big dicks. They got them big fucking heads. They got a big dick head. They probably got a huge fucking dick. Uh, I don't. The How big do you think Chupacabra's dick is? I bet it's fat. I bet it's like really fat. Like I bet it's like not long, but it's like a fat hairy chode. I bet it's retractable. It's, it's got to be scales. retractable, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about um? You go ahead, buddy. You were talking about the the flat with flatwoods. The flat, they're like little like alien looking. Like, what's that one beer company? It literally like uses their likeness as their fucking logo. I know you know your fucking Ohio beers. I don't know, like platform or whatever the fuck they are. No, platform doesn't use anything like that. Flatwoods monster. These fucking things, cat. Where are they at? Oh, you I ever don't seen fucking them? no? I've never heard. I've never seen or heard of this before. Buddy's turning me on this new shit. They're fucking Ohio and like West Virginia, like fucking of course, alien. Of course, weird West Virginia. Creatures. West Virginia probably has the most fucking <laughs> cryptids and like 
legends and everything like that. Uh, oh, this thing looks kind of spooky. <laughs> I love how we're just all on our th- like, yeah, this looks great. We're all, all of our Jared's has the most inquisitive face right now. He's like, he's like learning, he's researching. We're watching him on Zoom. Uh, hmm. What about the skunk ape? I mean, it's yeah, a poor high, poor hygiene. But I mean, let's let's face it. Looking at him, okay, all do right. You, do you think he's uncircumcised or circumcised? The skunk ape, he's definitely uncircumcised. Yeah, he's there's no chance. You don't think they do any circumcisions out there in the wild for their own? No, no, no. no. I mean, the way that guy smells, there's probably some weird, like, uh, like debris or bacteria in his uh, in his fucking his, extra his, foreskin. His extra foreskin, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know. Talking about that, when we were talking about this list. I am a complete sucker for Bigfoot. And I was going to put Bigfoot as my sexiest cryptid, but then I did bring up the Jersey Devil, and I think the Jersey Devil story is great. So I'm having a rough time deciding uh, uh, between those two what would be my sexiest cryptid. Do, what do you guys? Uh, I Like, for me, it, there's no question it's Mothman. Mothman? There's no question, Mothman. especially... I don't know. Just the whole story of the Mothman. Mothman's story is very interesting. Honestly, to be honest, it's probably one of the most interesting cryptid stories. Uh, like what one that I I gravitate to. What about the Abominable Snowman? Just a more icy version of Bigfoot. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a cool idea. It's a cool yeah, it's a cool thought. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, there's a ton of cryptids out there, but I'm trying to think one that. Uh, Jared had the chupacabra, which is always a classic. Um, I mean, I feel like we kind of hit the big ones. I kind of feel like I'm drawing a little bit of a blank as as the as the days going on. I think Can I you will count Slenderman. Man, sl- man, Slenderman's got to have a big ass. You think Slenderman's got a giant, long, slender cock? I feel like he has to, right? It just goes completely down the pantsuit leg, all the way down to his What if ankles. he just fucks you with his leg? Like, what if it, What if he just he just fucks you with his leg? Basically steps into, steps into something. Does it you know count as a cryptid, though? You don't? Well... To be honest, though, to be honest, Slenderman is almost a cryptid for the new generation. Like for the for the internet generation, wouldn't you think that Slenderman's one of the most popular internet urban legends, or I'll even dare say internet cryptid? He has to be. But I don't know if he's a crypt. I mean, I don't know. I a guy in a suit is not like like these cryptids are like animals. They're out in. Well, Slenderman does not. Slenderman has no facial features. There's no. He's he's definitely inhuman. He's definitely. is anyone picking Slenderman as their pick? Slenderman's kind of sounded kind of good now. If Jared said that, but I have a, I have a soft side for Slenderman too. What do you think, Jared? We have not heard we have not heard you throw out your possible choices for a top cryptid. Sexiest. Cryptid. I think I think I'm just going with the Grass Man here. I think he could beat the shit out of all your guys' things, and, and I think he's just got a huge cock and and huge muscles. Damn, no dynamite devil in New Jersey for well, Jared. Well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go because I brought up the Jersey Devil and I'm a fan of the story. Grassman is close to Bigfoot, so I'm not gonna pick Bigfoot. 
I'm going to go with the Jersey Devil because that is a classic from when I was a kid. X-Files even did an episode on it, which I fucking love that episode. So I'm going to go with Jersey Devil as my sexiest. And I'm going with Mothman. Very close to my heart. Been to the festival. Love the story. Jared, are you sure you don't want to extend yours just to Bigfoot in general to help your percentages in the polls? Or do you want it to say Grassman? you're fucking me over. I feel like I'm getting the, the fucking... Brain damage screw job over what you, here. What are you talking about? Because I was gonna pick Bigfoot, but Jared had Jared had Grassman. So I no, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with the Grassman. All right. Jared thinks Grassman has a way harder and bigger cock than any Bigfoot could ever have. Grassman uh, Grassman is uh noted to be bigger than Bigfoot. I'm pretty sure. By default, bigger cock. Miles, uh, I hope you get some votes in this poll because I don't think your Friday the thirteenth one got a single vote. <laughs> For wow. what? I, can't even, I can't even remember what I picked. Jason X? The, the New Blood. Oh, New Blood? Oh. That's a sexy Jason, I don't, bro. I don't think it got a single vote. Show me the results when we get off this. I'm curious. Really, I think people need to watch New Blood. It's great. Anyways. Anyone else have anything to add? Let me let me check the, uh, the polls thus far. Yeah, but is it... How many different... Uh, are Platform. you on Twitter or on Spotify, Jared? Twitter. Okay, because Spotify also keeps track of That's our what polls. I know. That's what I was curious. So I'll, so we'll check both. Oh, my God. All right, Jason X bodied. Um, what was that word you just said? It sounded bodied. Oh. So uh, on Twitter. On tw- on- Dolly Green Giant fucking bodied you guys. I knew it. And then Halloween 1978 wins. Oh, wait, no, it's still going. Yeah, that one's still going. A day and 15 hours left. So on on Spotify, on Spotify for the food mascots, we're all completely tied at 33.3% or whatever. Jesus. For the sexiest Jason on Spotify, uh, looks like no one answered it. So shout out to all of you. You suck. <laughs> Halloween kills. It's 50-50 between Halloween 78 and the porn parody. Zero votes for Miles on that one. Well, there's only two votes. Let's not act like it was like a fucking crazy thing. I think Jared fell asleep live on the podcast. His narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to. That's for damn sure. <laughs> All right, guys. I think I think it's time we wrap this one up. I'm going to go with the Jersey Devil. Uh and I had a good time. We kind of went through, me and Jared kind of went down some memory lane stories on this. Uh, at least I can now verify Jared's top three crushes and his top three favorite horror films at the age of 18. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've been going. And for you a can while. also verify that Matt Zapatelli wore a suit on Picture Day our senior year. That's, well, there we go. Uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys for the live stream, which is going to be happening soon. We still have to plan it out. We'll let Uh, everyone know when that's happening. I got some ideas for it, but uh, we'll talk after this. Happy Halloween from Midnight Miles. It will be after Halloween uh, when we do the next podcast. I hope everyone, uh, you know, has a good one. Check your fucking treats. Watch out for those goddamn razor blades uh, and watch some fucking horror movies. Yeah. Favorite music group, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. (laughs) Bye.